Chapter fourteen of Living with Our Children by Clara D. Pearson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Being charming. A certain little boy, long since grown to man's estate, was wont to seek his mother now and then with a shy request Could you take the time to be charming for a little while? until the phrase was adopted by the rest of the family its origin was traced back to a saturday when she had been obliged to work against time at her desk and the child accustomed to a mother who did desk work only during school hours or after he was tucked in bed had felt himself exiled from her beloved companionship he had wistfully hung about until she realizing his feeling of injury had said i love you just as much as ever dear and i wish that i did not have to work so hard if you will amuse yourself or play with the other children until five o'clock trying not to interrupt me and keeping away from this side of the dooryard i shall be quite through and then i will be perfectly charming until dinner-time evidently she succeeded in keeping her agreement and the adjective so glibly used came to have a permanent place in his vocabulary in time it came to cover a wide range of activities the drawing of pictures playing marbles reading aloud or just talking but always it meant giving herself exclusively to her child for the time being that in the last analysis was what charmed him he did not have to content himself as children so often have to with the crumbs that fall from another's table the mere matter of what they did seemed to impress him as of secondary importance but you think that few mothers would have time for that this was an extremely busy woman one who made every hour count but whose son's companionship was rated high in her sense of values and it did not take so much time as you might think the period given was more often fifteen minutes than sixty and sometimes when he chose story-telling or simple conversation she said do you mind if i sew while talking and he did not the mending basket always stood ready and it was the investment of precisely such scraps of time which kept it from overflowing darning is not of necessity an all-engrossing occupation patches are more so it is true but then her patches were often cut and basted when she was alone and the finer stitches took less attention were better pick-up work it was largely a question of management after all the time was never given with the air of granting a favor it was planned for and set apart with the implication that it was a treat for both of them part of the jam on their daily bread it was not always granted at the moment when it was asked for it had to be fitted in with the duties of the day sometimes it was combined with them and the two went marketing together swinging the basket between them and discussing with all earnestness what they should buy for father's dinner sometimes when the desk work had been unusually steady and monotonous they tramped into the country for watercress or mushrooms and she had the combination of fresh air and exercise needed to keep her fit for work 
sometimes they put on big aprons and got a meal together in the big old kitchen where distances were so magnificent and a companionable cat dozed beside the range the work of the household was not always halted yet as it proceeded it was invested with something of peculiar interest to the child little jokes were made the conversation was on his plane there was much laughter and an occasional kiss and he had her to himself once after he had been watching her clean some fish he said didn't we have a sweet visit about that fish the gills and the swim bladder and the silvery scales had seemed to him most fascinating subjects of conversation why not fathers are busy people too it is not easy for them to give themselves exclusively to their children yet the time actually consumed in establishing and maintaining a confidential intimacy with a child is not great and it is twice blessed it blesseth him that gives and him that takes the physician whose small daughter always makes his sunday morning rounds with him before going to sunday school in setting apart that time for her makes it one of privilege for them both and certain old ladies in the suburbs chronic cases who received only occasional calls have discovered that the doctor makes his longest drives on sunday morning again it is largely a question of management and what a pity it would be if when we successfully manage so many other things we should not try to manage this what a pity if when we dress for and are charming to our society friends we should do neither for our children a woman in her fifties who had nursed her mother through her long and painful last illness said i think she was the most charming woman i have ever known even through her illness she was charming to us all what a priceless heritage such a memory is and with what a tender combination of filial deference and lover-like attention do grown children seek the companionship of those parents who were charming to them when they were small they remind of the twelve-year-old brother of the lad first quoted who said to his mother at the end of one of their peculiarly happy visits of course i know that you are very very old but you never seem so to me end of chapter fourteen